0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. In the name of
1: Jesus, amen. Dear Frank, Paige, Annie, Jeremy, and Allison, dear confirmands, Today is your confirmation day and that means most importantly that today is the day that our dear Lord Jesus welcomes you to His supper and gives you the wonderful gift of His body and blood. That's what you've been working towards. This is what you've been studying the catechism for and the scriptures and memorizing the catechism text and putting in all the hard work. But there is, I suspect, a danger that presents itself here on a confirmation day and that is the danger of thinking... And all of us face this danger. The danger of thinking that you've done enough. That you've worked hard enough. That you've somehow earned your place here at the communion rail. No. This is a gift. This meal, this promise, this is a gift that's so wonderful and so holy that it is beyond your reach. In fact, it is beyond all of our reach. We might... Think that to be at this meal, we have to be good enough. But this is a meal not not for the proud, but for the humble. Not for the holy, but for sinners. That, after all, is the thing that Jesus is giving us in the Lord's Supper with his body and his blood. It is the promise of forgiveness. And if you're not a sinner, you wouldn't need that. You wouldn't need to come. You wouldn't need to be here. But you are a sinner. And I am a sinner. We are all sinners. This is a room full of sinners. And that is why we are here. We are sinners who know by the grace of God that His mercy and His love and His kindness is our only hope. This is what makes a person worthy and well prepared for the Lord's Supper. This realization, this faith. And especially today, we're called for faith in these words, given and shed for you for the remission of sins. Those words for you, those two little words for you, they require your heart to believe because this body and blood of Jesus, the promise of forgiveness that comes with it, is for you. It's yours. It's faith then, and not works, faith that makes a person worthy to come to the Lord's altar our works or our lack of works are the problem they're the reason why we need the Lord's supper in the first place but now you guys say to me pastor if i don't need to be good enough why did you put me through these years of classes every week hmm? why was i memorizing the six chief parts what's the fuss now i know they're not thinking that the, They're mourning that our classes are over, weeping tears, river sadness, that we don't have to gather every Wednesday for an hour and study the Lord's Word. But you could be tempted to ask the question, what is the fuss? And the answer is, you were learning not works, but faith. You were learning the promise of the Gospel. You were learning to confess with boldness your own sin and shortcomings and the greatness of the Lord who rescues you from these things. But even this, even our faith, even the knowledge of our sins and trust in the promise of the gospel, even this is not our own doing. And now we're really getting down to it. Even your faith is a gift of God. By grace you have been saved through faith, and that's not your own. It, that is your faith, is a gift of God, Ephesians 2.8. Faith, that is, our believing God's promise is the work of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God. Today is Pentecost Sunday. It's 50 days after Easter. It is the day that we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit. And it is a wonder to consider, especially the first Pentecost. How these disciples, the twelve disciples of Jesus, had seen Him crucified and raised from the dead. That these disciples had visited with Jesus for forty days and had seen Him and touched Him and talked with Him and, and even had meals with Him. They were there when He ascended into heaven. And yet still... After all of this, they were not quite sure. They were not quite sure about Jesus. They were not quite sure about the resurrection. Remember, uh, Matthew tells us this at the very end of his Gospel, right before Jesus institutes the gift of baptism. Matthew 28, verses 16 and 17 says, The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had directed them, and when they saw Him, they worshipped Him, but some doubted. Did you get it? Some doubted, even then. How could that be? What was there to doubt? Jesus was right there. They could reach out and touch His feet with the holes in them. They could hear His voice. They could see Him plain as day. And still they doubted. And this doubt is not a strange thing for the Gospels to say about the disciples. It's a theme that runs through all four Gospels. Jesus was constantly calling His disciples, Oh, you of little faith. These disciples would see a miracle. And they'd forget about it the next day. They would hear Jesus say something, like that He had to go to Jerusalem to be killed and then to be raised on the third day. And they wouldn't even believe it. We have this saying, uh, and you hear this all the time, Seeing is believing. And, and we have that in our back of our minds and we say to these disciples, Guys, look, Jesus is right there in front of you. He's talking to you plainly. What's the problem? But the problem is this. Believing does not come from seeing. Believing, in fact, is not something that we can do on our own. No matter how hard we try, no matter how much effort we put into it, we cannot, on our own, by our own reason and strength, believe in Jesus Christ our Lord or come to Him. And now you're saying, Pastor, you've got me totally twisted around. First, you say that I can never do enough to come, to be worthy to come to the Lord's Supper. I'm only worthy by faith. And now you're saying that I can't even have faith? Right. Not on your own. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ or come to Him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me, enlightened me with His gifts. Faith. Your faith is a gift of the Holy Spirit. A gift that He gives through God's Word. This is what the disciples are waiting for in the upper room 50 days after Easter. They're waiting for the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes, now all of the things that Jesus said and all of the things that Jesus did make sense. Now they believe. Now, filled with the Holy Spirit, they go out into the city, their fear cast behind and boldly preach their Jesus. They confess His death and His resurrection and the forgiveness of sins that's found in His name. The Holy Spirit does the work. And the Holy Spirit has done that work with you. And not just you conformance, but with all of the Lord's people. You, all of you, each and every one of you, believe in Jesus and trust the promise of the gospel because the Holy Spirit has done that work. Jesus says in our gospel, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, that is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in My name, He will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all the things that I have said to you. This, all of this, this church, this Bible, this altar, this body and blood of Jesus that will be on the altar... Your faith, your standing up here confessing Jesus, all of this is the work of the Holy Spirit and this, dear friend, should give you comfort. For the One who created the world is the One who created your faith. The One who spoke and life and light came into existence is the One who gives you the speaking of His name to speak the name of Jesus and who does a thing matters. I told you guys the story about the time I fixed our van, the serpentine belt in the van. Do you remember that? The time the serpentine belt broke and I went to the store and I got a new belt and, and I put that guy in there and I tightened everything up and I turned on the van and sure enough, it worked like a charm. Everything worked great. It just had this terrible squeal like a thousand baby pigs being grabbed in the tail. And if you can believe it, <laughs> Carrie wouldn't wouldn't drive it. <laughs> At least until I took it to the guy Who knew what he was doing, you see. (laughs) Who does a thing matters. And who does your faith. Who creates your faith. Who gives you the gift of believing and confessing is none other than God himself. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is not you. It is him. And he knows what he's doing. God will never leave you or forsake you. Jesus, who began a good work in you, will bring it to completion. Sent from Jesus, the Holy Spirit forgives you your sins. He is the one who makes you holy and makes you worthy to receive all of His gifts, even this gift, the gift of the Lord's body and blood and the promise of mercy you find there. So come, with boldness and faith, come with your sin. Come with your fear. Come with your weakness. Come and receive what the Lord Jesus wants to give you. His body, His blood, His forgiveness, His life, His salvation, His peace, His gifts. You are worthy. You are made worthy by Him. Peace I leave with you, says Jesus. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives to you do I give to you. So let not your hearts... Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.